Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome again to another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of that legendary golfer, Billy Casper. Thanks for joining us once again, and uh, thanks for uh, being with us. However you're accessing the show, it could be on social media, on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf, where you can catch us anytime there. You can join the conversation as well, maybe on the website, at realgolfradio.com, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, the app, wherever you, wherever you find us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. The show is brought to you by Callaway Golf. And, of course, uh, this is a big week as they've uh, released uh, the new irons into the marketplace, the new Apex, Apex Pro. Had a chance to go get fit yesterday for that. And uh, our personalized fitter, Mr. Derek Fox from Impact Golf, will be stopping in in hour number two to talk a little bit about custom fitting and the kind of uh, difference that that can make. So excited about that. We're also going to welcome in the caddy on the back nine, as we uh, normally do. And then Ryan Ballinger, GolfNewsNet.com, contributor to the show and good friend of ours, will stop by here in hour number one. So that's what's on tap. This is also... A week where we're going to celebrate the love of the game. Hey, love is in the air. Valentine's Day, public service announcement. It's next Thursday. Might want to might wanna make some plans. Uh, time's running a little bit Don't short. Don't miss out. There's a lot of things that we talk about, we complain about, we critique about the game, we complain, we, we you know, gripe about th- this and that, you know, divots in the fairway and, you know. Uh, That's your big gripe. It is my big gripe, right? And in three putts and, you know. We, we, we get all worked up about a lot of things. But there's a lot of things we love about the game because otherwise we wouldn't keep coming back. That's right. And so we're going to focus a little bit about, uh, on some love. A love of the game, Bob. We're going to share some love. <laughs> and you know what I love about this week is Pebble Beach. I love Pebble oh, Beach. There's nothing better. That's I, I love the Monterey Carmel area, period. Going back there... Um, I can remember going there for years and years and years with my dad when he would play in the Bing Crosby. And but, I love the Bing Crosby. Oh. I love the fact that it was called the Bing Crosby. Yes. I love that the celebrities celebrate the game of golf, and they do it again this week yep. as amateurs participating in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, formerly known as the Crosby. Stay tuned. We'll get into it all next. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, Thank you, Golf Course Superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags 
set a new standard for what carp bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. As I mentioned, the show is brought to you by Callaway Golf. And I'll tell you what, in stores now, the brand new Apex, Apex Pro Irons. Callaway's new Apex irons redefine the player's iron. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex is the ultimate forged player's distance iron. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex today. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. And uh, I'll tell you what, they are a really beautiful iron to look down on. That That's one of the keys, right? Yeah. Golf Digest in the hot list, 20 stars. Um, they they're they're di- they're long, but they're that they, you got some feel to them. Mm-hmm. They look great, and, and that's the thing, right? I mean, for me, what I like about irons, and again, we're talking love today. What I yes. love about new equipment is I love new irons, mm-hmm. and I love to. They just, it's almost like, uh, in the category of a, a really fine watch, or, you know, getting a new car. You know things like that. I know yeah. they don't. They almost cost as much as a new car. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. But the but the point is, is they're they're a they're a little more than just a golf club to me. They're a bit of a an accessory. They're a so I don't want to say a fashion statement, but there's there's just something that there's a sex appeal to irons. You know what I'm saying? I just think new clubs in general. Yeah. Get okay. you excited about playing game the game. And that's fun, right? That that's part of it. 
is if you didn't have any new like if I was going back just playing, you know. So you, so you think the irons are the bling clubs. for you? The bling. That's They're it. They're the bling. They're the bling, Bob. I love the bling. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of the bling. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really kind of geeked out on the fact that they got a smoke edition that are that's coming really? out. Yeah, this month, next week actually. Well, two weeks in two weeks. Two twenty-two. Remember, I told you that was my yeah. favorite day of the year. Two twenty-two. Mm-hmm. It's all twos, baby. Make lots of twos with those smoke irons. Anyway, check them out. See what you think. They're available at retail, and as I said, uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about getting custom fit for those coming up on the back nine. Hour number. Two of the show. All yep. right, so we, we had some fun talking about Pebble Beach, Bob. You mentioned it, and when we first started the, doing the show 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I remember you sharing stories about Monterey and yep. talking about Carmel and you know the Peninsula and 17 Mile Drive and all of these things, right? The Lone Cypress, and I, I was I had not been there before, and I was anxious to go. And we've made a couple of trips since that time, mm-hmm. and it is a magical place. I, in fact, I remember. We had Jim Nance on the show early, early, early on, in the, maybe two or three years into this thing. And I remember asking him uh, about where he would most want to live, and he just talked about Pebble Beach. And I was like, not Augusta? And I had yet to, be to go to Augusta either, right? <laughs> and and he kind of chuckled, oh, I see where you're going there. Well, look, uh, Augusta National and the Masters, and you know, he talked about how yeah. amazing it is. But right. for as a place to live... You know, he's saying Monterey's the place, which, and he talked about wanting to get a house doesn't, there. Doesn't he have a house there? And he doesn't. He, he now has a house there. Yeah, yeah. He was one that could actually yes fulfill that or afford that, and and a, a fulfill and afford. Yes, two things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You gotta be able to afford it, and then you want to fulfill it. And yeah. Yeah, he did. So he's, he's got, got that a, going for him. He does. He's got a swanky <laughs> joint there on uh, not too which far from nice. Pebble Beach. Yeah. Yep. But you're right. Uh, there is something about. We love going to Augusta. We love to visit. We love to be there for the Masters. But there is. I don't know that there's a more beautiful place in all of the United States. It's unbelievable. And not not only from from the aspect of the golf courses being on the ocean and that kind of thing, but just everything surrounding that whole area there on the Monterey Peninsula is. Just cool. If I had one place I could live the rest of my life, I could do I could do it there. Yeah, the only thing that I would tell you is if you did live there, you would have a plethora of – you'd have quite the sweater collection. Yes, you would. Let's just put it that way. Yes, you would. While it's on the beach, you would own more sweaters than bathing suits. Yes. It's Light little, jackets, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's a little, yes. a little chilly. Yep. But – other than that, man, it is. It's awesome. It, it is awesome. So anyway, there we go. See, we're sharing some love. They have really good food there too. Why wouldn't you? Yes. Why wouldn't you? All right. So let's talk about some other love now, near the top of the leaderboard. At the top of the leaderboard. How about <laughs> Phil Mickelson? You know, there's a guy who going into this week, most under par since 1998. Phil mm-hmm. Mickelson, 136 under par. Dustin Johnson, second with 108 under par. There you go. Uh, it, just in case you're not, top five, Jim Furyk at 99, Jason Day at 89, and Davis Love the third at 83 under mm-hmm. par. So, then those are the guys when you think about winning. Pebble, those are the guys you're thinking about, right? And, well, and some guys that have played there quite a few times. Good point. Yeah, yep. Phil playing there the longest mm-hmm. and having a lot of success, four times a winner there. And this is what's interesting about this week, above you know just the fact that we love this tournament and it's fun to see, and it's and sadly it's been hampered by some rain and whatnot, but. 
what we love about this year in particular is it's a really a preview for the U.S. Open. Yes, and and as we've talked with the caddy and he's let us in on some information, the fairways have been brought in a little bit more, and um, it, the the golf course is getting ready to be a setup and and get set up when this week's over for the U.S. Open. So that's one of the cool things about um, the major championship rota this year is that. Pebble Beach is on that once again. And two of the guys that you might look at um, as potential favorites. Yes. Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth. Yes. They're both right there at the top of the leaderboard. They're at 10 and, under par. And, you know, that that's that's some good stuff. And a former U.S. Open champion, Lucas Glover. Yes. Uh, right there at 10 under par as well. So uh, this is here's the interesting thing is those that are playing this week and they want to get a preview – for the U.S. Open, sadly, they're not going to see the golf not, course play anything not like really. it because no. the storms that have come in, it's it's unlikely, I should say, Bob. It's possible that you could have a rainy U.S. Open, but it's it's less likely than more foggy, not rainy. Yeah, the fog is it's one of those things. Yeah, I can remember when Tiger won there. When Tiger won there, beat Ernie Els by 15, um, lapped the field. There was fog delay. Mm. I was caddying for Keith Clearwater that week. You were on the bag that week. I was. Nice. Played with Mike Weir in the final round. Awesome. Yeah. But there was fog. You remember the story about Tiger going home. All they had to do was play the 18th hole. Yeah. Hits his first drive in the water. Took all his golf balls out to the hotel room and put it in the hotel room. Yep. Yeah. And, and there was only one golf, one more golf ball in, and he hit driver again. Yeah, and Stevie didn't tell him. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's what, we'll have to ask the caddy about that again. That <laughs> that was, and you can you imagine? I mean, he's and that was remember he was the only one playing Nike golf balls at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like he could borrow one from a competitor, or something sure, because the one ball rule, right? Yeah. <laughs> one of the all-time greatest uh, tournaments and performances in history could have been wiped out by a lack of golf. It could have, could have. Can you imagine? By a DQ. Can you imagine? Yep. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, taking a look at your leaderboard, though, and, and as we mentioned, uh, round two suspended due to rain. Did you see some of those guys? They didn't want – they wanted to finish out. They didn't want to have to come back, and so they went ahead and putted through the – I mean, it was like putting on a lake. Like, oh, yeah. literally – Yeah, you, holes were full of water. Yeah, there's, yeah, the water was up to the top. Cameron Champ on the 18th hole yesterday, he had about a 10-foot putt for birdie. And they came and squeegeed the line. He putted and made the putt. He got some love from the squeegee. Yeah. 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 But he said the, the cup was totally full to the brim. It was, yeah. It was, there's a lot of water coming To down. me, in my mind, I would have thought, that's like having cellophane across the top of a well, but, and cup or but a hoop. But sticky. It's almost like putt. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, another, Ball doesn't I, it break as much. Points. I watched his on Golf Channel and... He hit it through, and it's like you had to hit it, try to hit it hard enough to get it through the water. Yeah. And then there was, and then once you got it through the water, there wasn't water because it was uphill a little bit right at the hole, and he just it, it got to just past where the water was, and then he had to tap it in about yeah. eight inches or so. But anyway, hmm. it's 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 too bad. Uh, but yeah, play round two suspended due to rain, so it's gonna be a long day today. The weather not looking too much better today, unfortunately. We'll get how about the, Jason Day at nine under par two. Talk about the rest back. of the leaderboard and the uh, storylines coming up next.
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for being with us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. Check out CallawayGolf.com. The ball that changed the ball. Yep, check it out. Also love Phil, watching Phil putt with that triple track technology yeah can't wait till they actually mm-hmm. fully release the triple track on the chrome soft and chrome soft x but the new erc soft has it and you can go check it out as well and give it a, give it a try see what you think uh we talked about speaking of uh triple track phil mickelson putting with that and he's he's putting well and playing well tied to yep. the lead as we mentioned 
and he went ahead and, you know, speaking of love, our love theme today, mm-hmm. he's showing some love to Tiger in his event at Riviera next week, huh? That is correct. Um, he missed the cut last week at Phoenix, so only got to play two rounds. So he decided to add the Genesis Open in L.A. to uh, to his schedule. So now he'll play four weeks in a row, basically. Um, and Phil, of course, past champion. He had won, won their back-to-back. Um, and then last year finished, I think, tied for sixth, something like that. But uh, Phil is adding the Genesis, so he will be playing next week. So I wonder if he's going to commute back and forth on his jet like he normally does and sleep at home. Um, I don't know. Jet, helicopter, either way, he's gone both. One of the two. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you can't commute. You can't commute from San Diego to L.A. every day. I mean, those that do, you know, drives you crazy. Plus, you got to leave at 2 in the morning to get there. Unless you commute by jet. That's my point. So yeah. It's not like he's going to drive up there. Yeah. And he probably feels like he's so close to home. Why why take the go through the effort of staying somewhere That's up there in exactly L.A.? That's right? exactly right. Well, anyway, it's good to see him out there playing. It. I found it surprising. Obviously, he plays really well out in the desert. And, you know, he, he had a good finish. At uh, second place, Palm Springs. Palm Springs, and then he takes San Diego off, which mm-hmm. was again surprising. That was a switch in the schedule. Comes to Phoenix and expected him to tear it up and misses the cut. Correct. And so now here he comes out. He's playing well. He's kind of an every other week guy. So what are we gonna? You know, here he is tied for the lead again. Yeah. Well, same place he was in the desert. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe not so well at Genesis, but ready to go for Mexico to defend where he won. Yeah. But you know, Tiger was nice enough to to accommodate him in his match that he won ten million dollars, nine million dollars yeah. from. So maybe he felt like you know, hey, let's let's share the love back to Tiger by share the love going to his event. Let's show here. Tiger some love. Yeah, let's show the people of L.A. some love. That's amore. It's Valentine's Day next yes, week. Yes, it is. So we're gonna weave some love into our show. There we go. Just I like PSA, it. all you golfers, I like make sure it. you take care of the significant other there. Yep. All right, so. Mickelson. Phil Mickelson playing. He's going to play five of six going back to the That's desert, too, which is, again, I think he was trying to avoid having too hectic of a schedule and not wearing himself out heading into some of these big events. But uh, I'll tell you what, man, the way Lefty is playing this week and, you know, rolling the ball well. And, and he talked about growing up in California and, and just being comfortable putting these Poe greens, and a lot of guys aren't, that, that he has a huge advantage. I just wonder, I mean, it. The greatest storyline of the year. I know people would argue that it would be Tiger winning a major again, but Phil picking up the elusive U.S. Open. I can't think of a better story in golf. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, the guy's six times, six heartbreaking runner-up finishes at the U.S. Open, and it's going back to Pebble Beach, and you say, hey, here's a chance to be, join the Career Grand Slam, pick up that you know, that elusive uh, U.S. Open championship that he mm-hmm. so desperately wants to win, coming off a, a year ago where he you know, hit the ball while it was still rolling at Shinnecock and all the debacle that went along with that. And you just say, look, his time has passed. He's too old. He's not going to win. <laughs> Most likely not. But if there is a place, Bob, it's at Pebble Beach that still isn't too long. Pebble Beach isn't too long. No. Beth Page is too long. Not giving Phil any chance at Bethpage. The only thing that the only thing about Pebble Beach that makes it too long is turning the second hole into a par four. Yeah, but that's all right. But it's not a big it's not a big deal for these guys. It'll play as a par seventy one. Not a problem. The guys were talking a little bit. I don't remember if I was listening. Maybe it was uh Katrick McGinnis on XM. I was driving around and they had they had a they had a quote they played from from Phil where he said he 
you know, struggled early, and then he just woke up one day and picked up a bunch of club head speed. His driver just had some club. All of a sudden, he had club head speed overnight. He said, "Really? Yeah." And they were joking, like, I "Wonder what night that was, and how does that happen? How do you just overnight pick up club head speed?" But anyway, so he feels like he's got some club head speed. I want to have one of those dreams. <laughs> Wake up the next day and pick up some club head speed. Well. Apparently it happened. I don't know if it has to do with a, you know, some sort of epic flash moment that he had or, wow. or what. But yeah. So anyway, that's at least that's how he's describing okay. it. And, and then you know he had a, he made some history this week. He hit 14 of 14 fairways. He did in round number one. Never done it before. And if you're not following Phil on Twitter, you need to do so. He, he's he's new this year to social media, but he's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. He is so fun to follow. I, I mean. Is he narcissistic? Of course he is. But that's what you love about him. He's brilliant. Yeah. And he had and he has some fun. He's got some self deprecation in there as well. The the just the chipping tips alone. Oh yeah. Are worth just it. the short game tips. Yep. But to have him he and his his brother Tim, they're he's he's doing basically a selfie video about how we, we all witness history, he hit all fairways. And then he came back, struggled a little bit hitting fairways, but you know, as he said, you know, for my game, if you're not going to hit it, if you're not going to hit it straight, you got to at least hit it down there a long ways, and so that you're, you know, come again back to his his philosophy, his whole yeah. career. If you're going to come out of the rough, be coming out with a shorter club, and that's that's what he's kind of been doing. Bash and gouge. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, kind of fun to watch what Phil's doing this week. Equally, Jordan Spieth, man, a lot of questions for Jordan, and has there's has been a lot of questions for Jordan. All of last year and coming into this year, just not really Jordan Spieth like golf. And this well, week he's sort of kind of found a little bit of magic. Well, again. the the big question for Jordan Spieth was the putter last year and his um his lack of making a lot of putts. I mean, he he was un- remarkably the the best mid range putter we've seen in a long long time. And uh, the the putter kind of left him last year, but Jordan Spieth again this week. What he played, he played at uh, at Torrey Pines, and we saw flashes of brilliance with the putter. Here he is playing again this week at Pebble Beach, where he's a former champion. In the first round, he made seven birdies and two bogeys on Monterey Peninsula, and yesterday he played Spyglass. Um, he has two holes left to play. Incidentally, the play was suspended yesterday because of the rain. Um, and he has two holes left to play. They will tee off at 7 o'clock local time in California. Um, he has two holes, uh, the eighth and the ninth hole at Spyglass Hill, but he made five birdies on the front nine, shot 31, and he is currently even par for the back nine with uh, two holes to play. So um, he's made 12 birdies and two bogeys in two days. If you're making 12 birdies, that means you're – you're putting the ball well. Well, and we saw him make a lot of putts, actually. He was holding putts. So yeah. was Phil. And, yeah. again, it's ironic a bit that a guy struggling with his putter is going to find it on Poana Greens. But, hey, whatever works, works. I mean, Especially what, soft Poana Greens. With lots of guys on there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not so, only pros, but amateurs. What are you saying, Bob? Amateurs the are heavier shuffle. on their feet. They got the Muni, the Muni shuffle. shuffle. Really? I thought yeah. I thought we called that the Sergio shuffle now. <laughs> oh wait, nothing but love today. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. By the way, speaking of love, uh, Shinnecock's going to show him very little love as he has to finish off with eight and nine, which are the number one and Spy number glass, four. You mean not Shinnecock? Spyglass. Did I say Shinnecock? You said Shinnecock. My apologies. Yes. Don't know how that slipped in there. Yes, Spyglass. Yes. They both start with S. Yes. <laughs> 
Nothing but love. Nothing but love. <laughs> so he plays Spyglass, eight and nine, number one and number four ranked uh, holes. Yeah. You've played that golf course. What is he facing there on? Isn't one, it's 399 yards, but isn't it uphill? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember, nine is basically a straightaway par four. But the other one's an uphill. I think it's dog leg left. Yep. Yeah, just up here, a little, yep. little bunker down the right. And yep. So, yeah. So that's what he's got to, to finish up today. We'll see how Jordan stands. I mean, you know, makes a couple birdies. He's the he's the 36-hole leader yeah. at that point. Of course, the, because they're playing the three golf courses, mm-hmm. there's no cut till after the third round. So, again, you got everybody on the golf course, the entire field, along with the amateurs, Playing three courses, and then the, speaking of the shuffle, Bob. Yeah. They're gonna have to play two holes and then shuffle over to the next golf course. Yes. To tee off. That's correct. For their third round. That's correct. And and there's not supposed to be rain today. It's supposed to be an open window between about um, seven till four o'clock this afternoon. So hope you know the the nice thing is that you're playing three different golf courses and you can get amount the amount of players around those golf courses. Um, not every, you know, you don't have early and late times, that kind of thing. So, um, but there is a 60% chance of rain on Sunday. Um, cut comes at 60 and ties here at Pebble Beach because you have amateurs that will qualify to play on Sunday also for the pro-am portion of the golf tournament. So, well, uh, maybe the forecast has been updated a little bit since you were uh, last seeing it, but it looks to me like they've got a window this morning until about 10 o'clock, and then there is a 35% chance of rain from 10 until 7, and then it gets up to a 60, 70, 85% chance of rain all night long, hmm. and all into Sunday until 10 a.m., so... Sunday it looks like if they can get if they can get the cut made they could probably get the round in Sunday okay but today could be a little sloggy again sadly yeah hey coming up next Ryan Ballinger is going to join us from GolfNewsNet.com I want to get his take on not only the way the, these guys are playing I think Phil Mickelson and and uh, Rick, and um, Jordan Spieth but Ricky Fowler and his win last week at Phoenix I found myself really compelled by what Ricky went through yeah especially on eleven where he had a five-shot lead and a couple balls ended up in the water and just really tough playing through tough conditions. One of them, no act of his own. Right? And just kind of talk through what he did and was able to overcome some demons and win the Phoenix Open last week. I thought it was super great. and In fact, I think it trumped the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk to Ryan Ballinger next. Stay tuned. Callaway Golf has been the fastest-growing golf ball brand since 2013. And the ChromeSoft golf ball has been a major part of that. ChromeSoft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed to ChromeSoft. You have to be willing to change to get better. ChromeSoft and the new ChromeSoft X are in stores now. See what they can do at CallawayGolf.com. ChromeSoft, it's the ball that changed the ball. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. At the first tee, oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up. 
Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology featuring Callaway's first ever driver face engineered from artificial intelligence to deliver ball speed faster than humanly possible. Pre-order yours today, or actually you can pick yours up today uh, by going to your favorite shop uh, or go to callawaygolf.com slash AI. But uh, yeah, I had loved, uh, got a chance to go get fit. And uh, Derek will join us in an hour from now. We'll talk a little bit more about that fitting. Um, but it's it's a great sound. It, it's a great feel. It's got a little sharper sound than the mm-hmm. Rogue. Kind of gives you a little bit more of that that feel like it's jumping off there a right. little bit, but uh, yeah, really um, really liked it. Did pick up some a little bit of speed, not a ton because again I'm pretty dialed in on this thing, mm-hmm. but it did pick up a little bit for me. We had we were able to mess around with some of the settings as well, and uh, it was fun. That that's the fun part of of getting custom fit. You really kind of know you, you're right right there dialed in. But I hit yeah. I hit rogue really really well, and so. I was kind of curious, but I did hit. I did pick up some more distance. Awesome. Some of the ball speed that I got off of the club face was, I think I went up from up to close to 160. Mm-hmm. Was that what I think for ball speed? I think something like that. Anyway, I lost Derek. He's got all the numbers. Sweet. But, yeah, it's good stuff. When are you gonna get? When are you gonna get fit up for yours? I need to get up there soon. Well, it doesn't look like it's gonna thaw anytime soon no. around here, but. Now's the best time to get all yes. dialed in, right? Yes. All right. 
Okay, uh, joining us right now is our good buddy from uh, GolfNewsNet.com, Ryan Ballinger. Hey, Ryan, good morning. How are you, man? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for taking some time for us this morning. We appreciate it. You know what? We've uh, we've been trying to weave in love today because it is Valentine's Day next week, and so a little public service announcement for all of our friends out there who have probably forgotten about that or don't care or what. You know, hey, you might want to just you know keep that in mind next Thursday. But anyway. We, we gripe and complain a little bit, and but we try to weave some love. But we're going to ask you about some of this stuff uh, that, that's that's going on. But be, before we get into some of the topics, how, how much love did you have for Ricky Fowler and his win last week? I mean, how good was that after all that he went through on 11, grinding it out through the rain, all the demons of uh, tournaments pass, and he finally breaks through and gets a, gets a W? I, I was very happy to watch that, and I had to have figured after the double bogey early in the round and then – whatever the heck that was on number 11, <laughs> yeah. that uh, that it was the golf was a conspiring against him in a Sergio Garcia kind of way, and uh, that he wasn't going to win, and it was going to be the heartbreaker, and that he was never going to win this tournament, that what happened in 2016 was going to repeat itself in 2019. And then it didn't happen that way. And the birdies went 15 and 17, and Brandon Grace's inconceivable drive into the water on 17 for the two-shot swing was enough to get him a win. And... I think that's the difference between maybe spending the rest of his career hovering around four, five, six wins and maybe moving on from here to maybe one day getting a major. I think it's that important of a day for him. So wow. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, and you know, the 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 thing that I, I remember about 16 losing in the playoff and everything was how he broke down in the in the press room afterwards saying that it was the first time you know, his grandpa was going to be there and had a chance to see him win and that kind of thing. And and for him to shake those demons of what transpired in that event when he hit a great shot in that playoff and the ball ran across the green and went into the water uh, on, the, on the 17th hole. Um, but to shake shake that stuff and then come back and win and gut it out after, after losing a five-shot lead, I thought was volumes for him and and maybe something that's going to help spur him on to greater things like you just mentioned. I thought it was incredible. Uh, I mean, more. I mean, the conditions stunk, scoring stunk. It wasn't a fun day to be out there. It, Ricky Fowler could have easily just decided, you know what, I'm going to give in. I'm just going to take a second or third place. We'll move on. We'll try to regroup, and this one just got away. Maybe I'm just not destined to win this, but I – I imagine he probably thought a couple of times about what happened in 2016 while he was trying to get around the back nine, thinking, I can't let this happen again. The same family members were there to watch him as they were in 2016. He doesn't want to let them down. He doesn't want to let a lot of people down. A lot of people uh, really ride on on Ricky Fowler. And so I, I have to commend him for deciding to stick with it and make the best of it. And he he did, he did exactly what he had to do, and I know he made the 72nd hole extremely interesting with the drive into the church view grass, but again, he figured out the situation, he assessed it for what it was, and he managed to get up and down to, to win the tournament. It, it's pretty remarkable. You know, I think that's a good point, right? It really was a gut check, you know, what are you made of kind of stuff, right? That, yeah. that where you would say, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to, it's just not for me. I mean, I mean, look at the dichotomy between what he did there maintained his poise and composure through, I mean, how many guys would have just absolutely lost it? And then at the same time, a crossover somewhere in the sands of Saudi Arabia, you know, Sergio's doing what he did, getting DQ'd and whatnot. Or, I, I just think how many guys, maybe that's the spectrum. Ricky 
you know, seeming not even to have a pulse through the whole thing. Sergio, just red hot off the charts. Most guys would fall somewhere in the middle of all that, but it's super impressive the in gut check time that he just maintained his composure and 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 was able to to come out victorious. That says a lot about the guy and maybe some maturity and confidence in his game too. I I thought it was stunning that when he got to the twelfth tee, he thanked Slugger White for what happened for his professionalism, for what he did for Fowler on 11, to make to walk him through the situation as calmly as possible. Uh, I don't know that a whole lot of people would have done that. And I think that was a sign that he's going to try to fight back. He's going to try and work through this. He realized he was only one behind. One shot's not a lot. He can do this. And uh, it may have also, in a sense, relieved some pressure because he is a horrible 54-hole leader yeah. historically on the PGA Tour. So he went from really uncomfortable position of defending a pretty big lead to now i got to fight back. And that's what he's more comfortable doing in his wins. So I, I think it's remarkable, but it is kind of emblematic of how he's won on the PGA Tour. What are you saying? He's like the Seabiscuit of the PGA Tour? you got to <laughs> give up that lead on the backstretch? Yeah, you gotta let, you got to <laughs> let someone in the door a little bit to have someone to chase. I mean, think about the players' win. He played, what, the final five holes and six under par yeah. just to get to a playoff. Yeah. And yeah. then then won the golf tournament from there. So his wins have come from some really deep places. They haven't come from very far ahead or ahead at all. They've come from a place where he needs to kind of dig deep and find something, and he did on Sunday in Phoenix. Well, so a question for you. Was Brandon Grace in the mix when um, in 2015 uh, when uh, Jordan Spieth won the U.S. Open? Wasn't he in the mix in that one? And then he, he hit it out of bounds to the right. Some train tracks. Yeah, he hit right. out of bounds to the right. Well, this one he was in the mix and he hit it in the water to the left with another drive. Yeah, I think he was trying to avoid the train tracks to the right on 17. <laughs> just kind of pulled it to the left. <laughs> Pretty interesting. Okay, so this week we're playing. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Before you right. jump away, how how surprised were you? I told my wife when I when I saw that Brandon Grace take the lead. Yeah. We're sitting there watching it on TV, and I said. Brandon Grace, I go that I go I go Ricky's just blew it. He compl- I go Brandon Grace is not a guy that you give the lead to. This guy once he sees that he's up there, this this thing is over. He's flawless. Like he just doesn't make mistakes. And then I was shocked the way he came down and just like you said the drive on 17. But were you am I misreading that? But that was the first thing I thought was there's no way Brandon Grace is giving this up now that he's got a he he backdoored into this thing. He's going to be like thank you very much, take the baton and run with it. He's such an interesting guy because he dominates on his home continent. I mean, he kills on the on the Sunshine Tour events yeah. that are co-sanctioned with the European Tour. He destroys fields and doesn't blink twice. But then when he comes over here, I mean, even when he won, I mean, he had a, a very nice win at uh, at Heritage a few years ago at Harbortown. And even then, that wasn't like a total rollover. So I think there's just something about getting to this kind of level, the stage where he can get himself in a position. That's not the issue. It's closing it out without kind of you know, the classic Johnny Miller nerves, and he, he gets them. And for whatever reason, unless he's kind of got a big edge, it, it just isn't going to work out. So I think probably there was 50% of people who figured Brandon Grace is in, back in and again. He's going to go win in basically a European tour event in the way he does. Or some people probably thought about Chambers Bay and that he choked, and, well, he kind of choked. Okay, so you mentioned Johnny and choking. I know that you're sometimes critical of the guy, but you were—I was following you on Twitter. You—you were—you were impressed uh, by by what uh, you know by Johnny's career and sort of the accolades and the love that he was getting from everybody last week. What was your takeaway from all that? It—it it, it made me think about. I mean, I'm almost 36 years old, so 
Johnny Miller has been calling golf as long as I've been aware golf exists. <laughs> That's amazing to me. And then add on top of that that he spent 20, what, 21, 22 years on the PGA Tour yeah. before that. So he has spent basically 50 of his 71 years playing or calling golf. That's bonkers. I mean, that's really insane. And that my generation knows him more because of what he did in the 18th Tower for NBC than the amazing things he did as a professional golfer. Uh, I think that puts into perspective the length of his career and what he accomplished in kind of transforming and mainstreaming a way of talking about golf that was more frank than maybe we expected in the era of Shell's wonderful world of golf and that kind of era of PGA Tour coverage. And I know Ken Venturi was very blunt at times, and that was part of his personality, but Johnny Miller made it palatable. He made it acceptable and entertaining to talk about it that way. It didn't sound, at times it sounded mean-spirited, but it wasn't. And he came from a place of trying to talk about golf like he would talk about his own game. Mm-hmm. And I think that really resonated with a lot of people. I know there are plenty of people who probably are happy Johnny Miller is not calling NBC Golf anymore. But what he accomplished and what he made normal, um, I, I think, is incredible. And I think that he, no matter what you think about what what his style is, what he did is remarkable, and it deserved the celebration that it got. So, uh, quick question about uh, the antics of Sergio Garcia last week. Thoughts on that? Um, I, th- I figured he had changed. And I think we all made this kind of incorrect assumption when he won the 2017 Masters. Okay, he's got his major. He's validated. He's going to get married. Now he's a dad. Here we go. He's going to become the Sergio Garcia that's been 20 years in the making on the public stage. And we were absolutely wrong. I mean, just wholeheartedly wrong. Sergio Garcia off the golf course is a very nice guy. He is really easy to get along with, and he is a fun person. But on the golf course, there is something wrong. And when you have an anger outburst like that, when you destroy a bunker, curse in Spanish about everything under the sun, but particularly the caddies, and then you intentionally scuff up or divot five straight greens in a round, that's not you disliking the course. That's you having a deeper problem with something, whether that's golf, whether that's whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but that he wasn't suspended by the European tour, that he wasn't made to do anything other than, frankly, an inaccurate apology, I think kind of stuns me and tells you where the, what the European tour feels about trying to keep Sergio Garcia happy. And I, I just think it's a horrible example for people uh, especially younger golfers who are, are trying to get to that next level, that that might be okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, the the absolute opposite of it was the coolness that Dustin Johnson showed yeah. while Sergio was just <laughs> thrashing away in a bunker. And Dustin Johnson's just looking at him like, really, dude? Like, it's just golf. And that guy won the tournament instead. So I think, if anything, there's your your comparison. Yeah, Ricky and Sergio, polar opposites. Those guys who were played it cool and calm one on Sunday. The guy who acted like a maniac on Friday and Saturday is now going to be reviled 
some more and probably get it a whole lot at Beth Page in, in May from the Long Island. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, almost assuredly, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, almost certainly, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, man. Hey, we always appreciate you taking some time, Rye. Uh, really appreciate it. And um, happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully take care of the misses uh, next week, and we'll catch up to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you. All right. We'll see you later. There Thanks, you go. Ryan, Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com. What I love about Rye is he's – Rye's got some love in him, but he also has, he loves to mix it up too. He does. So we're getting, we're, we were appealing to his softer side, <laughs> but he, he brought it there with uh, some of his comments as well. All right, stay tuned. Uh, we'll uh, come back after this short break right here on Real Golf Radio. Valentine's Day is brutal on us guys. The pressure to buy the perfect gift is intense, right? Flowers are always the right call, but here's where it gets dicey. If you show up with produce department flowers that smell like green onions, you're toast. Same with sending stale flowers plus an upsell balloon from some flower giant website. The books is the ticket. That's short for bouquets, and these flowers are booking awesome. Look, there's a huge difference between flowers from the books and the others. And trust me, she knows it. Books delivers spectacular flowers cut fresh from the finest farms in the world. They even have farms on the side of a volcano that produce the most amazing flowers ever. Books are picked fresh and shipped direct so they stay fresher longer. And Books cuts out the middleman, so you save big time. Be a hero this Valentine's Day with flowers from the Books. Go to Books.com That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com and enter the code GOLF for 20% off. Yeah, 20% off when you enter GOLF at B-O-U-Q-S dot com that's books.com. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. 
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Just a couple minutes before the top of the hour. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. Sure he'll have some good pebble stories for us. Oh, yeah. He loves that place, too. Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, Derek Fox will join us to talk about some custom fitting as well. Our good buddy from Impact Golf here in uh, Utah. He will join us. So that's the back nine. That's what it looks like. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. The amateurs playing this week, Bob. The amateurs are are really some of the what I think is the charm of this event. Other people will say, oh, it's the worst. You got to watch all these guys that can't swing and, you know, yada, yada. People, people I've heard critiques, uh, mm-hmm. criticism about Saturday on CBS where you have to watch all these CEOs or TV stars and their terrible swings. Lots of celebrities, yeah. I like watching them. I, I do, too. I mean, I wonder what – it gives you a little bit of insight into these guys' personalities, mm-hmm. and you see how their golf swing is. And then it also makes you feel like, hey, I know that guy has a lot of money and all the women and all the fame and fortune, but I got a better golf swing than he does. Yeah. So I got that going for me. Well, and the other, is thing, nice. the other thing it does, especially with celebrities, is it shows their love for the game, too, wanting to, to go out to this area – uh, to play in this PGA Tour event and and to be on that list to play. How about Tony Romo? Yeah. Out of the love that hospitality yep. deck to about six inches. Hits hits it in there past the hole, takes a bounce and spins and comes back to about six inches to make birdie. Player. Got to love that shot. Player. Man, unbelievable. All right, stay tuned. Back nine. Hour number two is next. Radio News with Wendy King. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam tells top staffers he won't resign after a racist photo surfaced from his med school yearbook page. Richmond resident Darnell Carruthers. I don't believe in my heart that he is racist. Meanwhile, a second woman accuses Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax of sexual assault when they both were students at Duke University. Fairfax, in a statement, calls the accusation demonstrably false. He says... I have never forced myself on anyone ever. The city of Milwaukee has held a vigil for 35-year-old officer Matthew Ritter. He was shot and killed on Wednesday while serving a search warrant. City alderman Tony Zelinsky says Ritter was a hero. He did two tours of duty in Iraq. He comes back here and fights for our safety right in our own neighborhoods. You're listening to USA Radio News. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with well bethany and jason thought they were stuck their plan just kept getting more expensive and bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore and then some friends at church told them about metashare with our previous insurance we were paying twelve hundred dollars a month with metashare we now pay around six hundred dollars a month yes they're paying six hundred dollars less per month and that's a pretty typical savings with metashare and they actually like metashare more I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved 
and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E, 833-34-BIBLE. A second winter storm in less than a week is now hitting Washington and Oregon. Businesses in Seattle sent people home early on Friday. In the California Sierra Nevadas, more than 120 people had to be rescued at a resort in Kings Canyon National Park. Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker faced the House Judiciary Committee for hours on Friday. I do not intend today to talk about my private conversations with the President of the United States. But to answer your question, I have not talked to the President of the United States about the special counsel's investigation. Democrats, who are now in control of the committee, lambasted Whitaker. Tennessee's Stephen Cohen confronted him with President Trump's claims about Robert Mueller's investigation. It would be inappropriate for me to... But you wouldn't oversee a witch hunt, would you? You'd stop a witch hunt, wouldn't you? Congressman, uh, it would be inappropriate for me to talk about an ongoing investigation. Whitaker is apt to be off the job in less than a week because Attorney General nominee William Barr is likely to be confirmed soon by the Senate. This is USA Radio News. Hey, Charlie Jones here. The new year is finally upon us, and to make 2019 a better year, it all starts with a good night's rest. And right now, MyPillow's best offer ever has been extended. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the end of the year special for the lowest price MyPillow has ever offered for their four-pack, including free shipping. And their 60-day money-back guarantee has been extended through March 1st. Best price ever, free shipping, extended money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the end of the year special to get two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows for their lowest price ever. And be sure to use my promo code USA. is in custody for a break-in at a rocker's Indiana farm. Here's USA's Chris Barnes. The 48-year-old man was found on John Mellencamp's property in Bloomington, Indiana, after sheriff's officers responded to an alarm early Thursday morning. They found the security gate had been rammed open, and they found Robert Carter in a building on the property. He was claiming to officers that the reason he was there was he needed to arrest the singer, but he didn't explain why. He's now charged with burglary, residential entry, and criminal trespassing. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. House Intelligence Committee Democrats plan to use their clout to investigate the president. USA Radio's Rick Vincent reports. With the Democrats now in charge of the House Intelligence Committee, Chairman Adam Schiff has hired officials with experience at the National Security Council to help with his panel's oversight of the Trump administration. Democratic Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney is on that committee until CNN's New Day. What we're going to do is fill in the holes that should have been uh, addressed when the Republicans, you know, issued that report prematurely. By the way, if you go back and read that, it's not worth the paper it was written on. Trump fumed on Twitter Thursday about the recently launched investigations led by the Democrats. Democratic intelligence chair had suggested he was raiding the White House staff. Take us with you on your mobile device and listen anytime at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 
800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. Hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. It's Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. RealGolfRadio.com or at RealGolf is a Twitter handle. Thanks for joining us. However you access the show. Hey, we're on iHeartRadio. We're on the TuneIn app. We're on iTunes. Wherever you want to find us. Thanks for tuning in and joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Not to mention one of the many affiliate radio stations that pick us up each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, had a good hour number one. Ryan Ballinger joined us, plus talked about our love for the game of golf. Hey, Valentine's Day less than a week away, so why not have a little bit of love in there? We talk a lot about the can complain a lot about the game of golf and some of the things that should be changed and fixed and whatnot. But, hey, how about a little bit of celebration for the love? And that's what they're doing this week at Pebble Beach. It is the love of the game. Amateurs playing alongside the pros, playing at the Monterey Peninsula, Pebble Beach. Just what's there not to love about all that? Oh, you just Other than the weather right now. The rain is a little Yeah, tough. you know, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what you get on the West Coast, um, especially along that part of the coast. In the Monterey Peninsula, you can get you can get a lot of rain, rain. You can get a lot of weather. Remember, a few years ago on the PGA Tour, they canceled the whole event because of of weather and rain and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, this is not something out of the ordinary. It's it's part of playing there. Uh, it's part of you know putting on the sweaters, putting on the rain gear, the wind, all that kind of stuff. And if you're a multi-sport fan, you know you go out there and you play golf at Pebble Beach, you see all that rain, know it's going to be headed headed to Utah our way, mm-hmm. turning into tremendous snow and the greatest snow on earth. And so you know you get a few days of golf then you know hop on a plane, head this way, change your clothes and go up and uh, you know ride the ride the runs a little bit. Yeah. Put Enjoy on some the of the greatest snow on earth right slap here. Slap on the boards and yeah. go skiing. So what did we learn from hour number one? I think we learned that um, Ricky Fowler is a bit of the sea biscuit of the PGA Tour. If that guy gives up the lead on Sunday or if he can you know, be right there a, a stroke or two behind, that's right where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. You're going to come charging right up behind you. Don't look now, but there's some orange flash coming your way. You know, I really, I really, really, really thought that was, that was an important win for him. I agree. Especially the way that... He let it go, and how he uh, brought it back and won. I want to walk you through that whole scenario when we come back. Really interesting, and how do you handle it? Even the announcers were a bit confused. We'll talk about that next. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first-ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. The new Chrome Soft is better for T. 
two green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a Tour Urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. I gotta say, this is a stroke of genius. The new Stroke Lab putters from Odyssey are engineered to build a better stroke. Odyssey completely rebalanced the putter by using a multi-material shaft that moved weight towards the head and the grip. You'll feel the difference immediately. With every putt, you'll actually be building a better stroke. And a better stroke is what makes more putts. The new Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Learn more at odysseygolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver's tee or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Had a big week for Callaway Golf uh, as they welcome uh, the release of the new Apex and Apex Pro Irons. These redefine the player's irons. Unmatched field, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex is the ultimate forged player's distance iron, and you see perfection in every shot with the new Apex today. Callaway, the number one irons in golf, and we thank you for joining us. Again, five out of uh, 20 out of 20 stars on the uh, Golf Digest hot list as yeah. well. So uh, well done. Yep. Really cool stuff. Got a chance to get fit for them last night. Can't, I can't wait. They're going to get the Smoke Edition, which comes out on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. I'm holding out for those. Okay. Excited about that. Okay. I'm going to go black shafts with the black smoke. Really? Oh, yeah. Going all dark, huh? Let's see if we can get uh, a little pirate flag in there or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Call them the Black Pearls. Yeah, you're talking. Says I. Yeah. I'm a Pirates fan. Little, little Johnny Depp. Yeah, I rode 
I rode that ride a few times. <laughs> yeah, week. you guys were spending a little time in the old yeah. Disney, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, nice job. Hey, by the way, uh, we're we're trying to share some love uh, this week as well. It is Valentine's Day coming up next Thursday. We did experience the Books Company for the first time. Got some uh, flowers delivered in the mail. They'll overnight. It, it's unbelievable. I got the um, I think it's called the Always, which is uh, three dozen red roses. They're volcan- volcano roses. Uh-huh. They are unbelievable. You can see them on our social media site. Posted them there for you. But yeah, go to uh, check out the Books Co. Uh, I think it's booksco.com. You can also get them online at the Booksco. And uh, basically, you get a book, which is short for bouquet of flowers. You know, hook up whatever you want there for Valentine's Day. Can't go wrong, guys. Check it out. The Books uh, Company. Uh, really impressed with their with the way they handled it. Uh, so I left off the sh- uh, going into the break talking about uh, how Ricky Fowler handled the situation at 11. So he tees off with a five-shot lead. Correct. Brandon Grace is up ahead playing, trying to do what he's doing. Clearly, he's, he's playing for second, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Ricky with a pitch shot, that again, in the worst of conditions. So you, you can look at all these things and, and say this isn't fair, okay? Conspiring horrible, elements. It was. The horrible rain put a slick on it. And he had a shot that probably he hits a million times that skip, skip, check, grab, trickle. He's got a yeah. six, five, five, right. six footer. He, he makes it and he moves on. But because of the moisture, the ball doesn't check. Just skip, 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 hydroplaning yeah. right across, off the back of the green, down into the water. Yes. Whoa. What just happened? So he goes and drops. It, clearly, he's not going to stay on that, that steep slope. So he places the ball. Ball's in play. Picks up the tees. Did all the marking correctly. Mm-hmm. Took a walk up uh, the side of the bunker so he could take a look at the, where it was. As he looks back, ball disappears, goes in the water. What? Call Slugger White over. They go through the whole thing. The whole... that I mean... You could just lose your mind at this yeah. point in time. Understanding that this is a guy who had blown two chances previously to win this golf tournament. It was real super heartache two years ago, you know, with his dad and grandpa and everybody, and he, it, you know, he lost, mm-hmm. you know, lost it in the regulation, then lost it again in a playoff. And you thought, how much can this guy take? So he places it, chips it up there, and then makes like an eight footer for a seven. Thought it was an eight at the time, yeah. but it was a seven. It was a triple yeah. bogey. Mm-hmm. So now he had a double and a triple on his card and a birdie. And he went from a five-shot lead to a one-shot lead, and then he made bogey on the next hole. And Brandon Grace made a couple birdies, and he had a, and he now the one-shot or the five-shot lead was a one-shot deficit. Yep. And the whole time, Bob, the whole time, never saw Ricky even blink. I, I was, I thought that was a huge lesson for all golfers, not just junior golfers, but all golfers. Super impressive the way he handled that. You know, the interesting thing is, and and I was just thinking as you were explaining that, is a lot of times, you know, you'll be playing around and and sometimes golf just isn't fair. A lot of times. A lot of times <laughs> golf just isn't fair. For me fair. anyway, it feels that way. But the attitude that you have towards the game how you respect the game and that kind of thing, I think, was very self, very evident in what, in how Ricky Fowler went about his business after it happened. I mean, we're we're in a we're in a world today of instant self gratification. Um, if if things get too hard, quit. Um, all that kind of thing. You never saw anything in, like that in Ricky Fowler last week. In fact it looked like it made him more determined and and i have total respect for him with the way that he handled things last week and it proves the point that if you 
if you go about your business and and let it let things happen, no matter how the cards fall out, you know what? He's got to be pleased with his opportunities and what he has in life right now. He's got a he's got a phenomenal career. He's got great talents and abilities. He's got a beautiful fiance. He's you know got great family that were there to support him and everything. Life is good. This is just a game and a golf tournament. Okay, but he buckled down, went about his business, and turned it around and made it happen. Ended up winning the golf tournament. It's awesome, awesome. Couldn't have been better. And there was so many injustices, so much that's unfair, yes, you know? Yes, exactly. That was completely out of his control. Right. And a guy that had played so much better than everybody. He was the best player that week. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he, his all his all his hard work, all the uh, fruits of his labor, if yep. you will, gone in this freaky thing. Yep. A freaky downpour all of a sudden that skipped the ball across the green and in the water. A freaky thing that the ball just dropped in the water. I mean, it's like that's not fair. That's he didn't he did nothing to cause that. Right. You know he 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 didn't. The ball was there. He put him play. He took his one shot. But now he's got a two shotter. You know, and it's just no tantrums. There's all those nothing. things that you could just say. Yep. This is crazy, and he just let it go. Yeah. And I thought that was a huge lesson for me because I tend to find myself in the camp of it's not fair a lot of times mm-hmm. you know stuff happens where or you dwell on your last shot or whatever I, yeah. d- I dwell I'm a bad dweller. I'm, I'm a dweller I'm a dweller <laughs> it's true <laughs> you know t- I mean I've, I sat through that Tony Finau thing um, that the clinic he was giving and he said he allows himself to feel it get emotional if he hits a good shot or a bad shot so yeah. it's 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 good both ways. When things are going super well, you don't get too high, and if things went really bad, you don't get too low. He lets himself kind of feel the emotions of it until he puts the club back in the bag, and then it's over with. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. It's not that easy. <laughs> it's not. <I'm> <laughs> you have it. to train yourself. It's not that easy. Yes. Yeah. So, but again, and then you compare and contrast that to Sergio and his temper tantrum. Oh yeah. And. Um, I, I again, I always liked Ricky. I, I did. I don't know. I mean, I think it's easy to be a fan of Ricky, but I gained a massive amount of respect yeah. for the way he hung in there and fought his way and overcame. I mean, that's that's the spirit of it. That's what we tune in for. And it had so much more of those elements than what the Super Bowl had later. Yeah. I mean, the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl was okay. Yeah. But the rest of it was like, eh. That was a defensive battle. If you want to call it that, that's fine. It was boring. My, Romo's insights were awesome in the fourth quarter. I'll tell you what was awesome was my guac. That's what was awesome. <laughs> uh, but I digress. Back I was to food. Super impressed with uh, with Ricky. Um, so anyway, yeah. I'm a fan of his, and I, I thought Brian Ballinger's comments were spot on, and I think this was an important win for him, and I'm anxious to see what that does for him going forward. What it turns into. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Because a lot of times that happens. You'll see that you'll see situations like that um, make a player better because they mature through the process. So. And while and while you you know um, mentioned that he's going to you know be steeled up from this and he's mm-hmm. going to win and that he has a great family and support and that he has everything you know going for him and he has a good life. So much is defined in your career by what you do between the ropes. Yes. And that was a defining moment for him between I the agree. ropes. Yes. If he had blown the whole thing and gone on and lost and Brandon Grace is holding the trophy, 
which I felt sick for him to think about. Mm-hmm. But you're right. He would have still had a great fiance. It's not like his fiance would call off the He still would have made $800,000. He would have been in... Flying in private jets. Everything would have been great. Everything, life is good. But... Exactly. It was a defining moment for exactly. his career. I agree. Yeah. Hey, the caddy's going to join us next. I'm going to get his ta- thoughts on uh, that whole drop situation and some of those crazy things that happened in this game. Stay tuned. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Valentine's Day is brutal on us guys. The pressure to buy the perfect gift is intense, right? Flowers are always the right call, but here's where it gets dicey. If you show up with produce department flowers that smell like green onions, you're toast. Same with sending stale flowers plus an upsell balloon from some flower giant website. The Books is the ticket. That's short for bouquets, and these flowers are booking awesome. Look, there's a huge difference between flowers from the Books and the others. And trust me, she knows it. Books delivers spectacular flowers cut fresh from the finest farms in the world. They even have farms on the side of a volcano that produce the most amazing flowers ever. Books are picked fresh and shipped direct so they stay fresher longer. And Books cuts out the middleman so you save big time. Be a hero this Valentine's Day with flowers from the Books. Go to Books.com. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com and enter the code GOLF for 20% off. Yeah, 20% off when you enter GOLF at B-O-U-Q-S.com. That's Books.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. 
Right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And by the way, they got the new Stroke Lab, an entirely different kind of putter. The new Stroke Lab putters are engineered to build a better stroke, and a better stroke is what makes more putts. That's why it's a stroke of genius from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You can check them out, and I believe they're all coming out next week. Mm. Or maybe today. Shoot, I should know that. Sorry about that, Odyssey. It's either today or next week they're coming out. Check today, though. Yes. They're pretty cool looking. They got a whole new lineup and the way it's launched. Best thing to do is go follow them on Twitter. Uh, at Odyssey Golf uh, is a good way to go, and you can find out all the details there. Uh, the caddy's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Here's what I want to talk to you. I want to ask him about Ricky's situation on 11. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's had some, yeah. he known some stories about that. Oh, yeah. And I got to ask him about the USGA. How about their quick response to wow. that caddy alignment that came rule? That came fast, didn't it? We were really on that last week, and then by the time midway through the Phoenix Open or whatever, it was it was fixed. I mean, they were... They were saying, "Hey, here's where we're here's where we're going." Language came out quickly. Got to ask him about the Sergio tantrum. I'm sure he's seen his fair share of tantrums yeah. out there in tour. And then, of course, if we have time, we got to get some good pebble stories. Yeah, he loves that place. Oh yeah. So that's what we're going to talk to the caddy about. And then our buddy Derek Fox will join us. We're going to talk about custom fitting. Some of the new. I went through some fitting with him. Spent almost two hours with him last night, hitting all the new Callaway stuff. Excited about it. But first, we get out to America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joining us once again right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, good morning. Hey, speaking of fitting... I'm having a little trouble fitting myself. Uh, we weren't talking about pant sizes. I was talking into an airplane seat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're becoming a little narrow, aren't they? I'm really disgusted with it, actually. They keep getting tighter and tighter. Uh-huh. Got to fit more people on the plane. I'm sure it's that. <laughs> what it is. Uh, stay, away <laughs> from, stay away from that exit bulkhead where they got those... Fixed, uh, fixed seats. Seats, yeah. Fixed that's, those are the ones that are yeah. tough to squeeze into sometimes. Yeah, when you know about that, you know you've gone a little too far with the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question. There's no question. Hey, Caddy, so uh, we've been talking a lot about Ricky Fowler and his win last week at Phoenix and overcoming what what would most people would say is unfair. You know, I mean, hey, golf's that's not fair. You know, the ball goes in the water. He had a lot of things going against him. What was your take on um, on that whole situation? I, I mean, he handled it. I don't know if you can handle it any better. I mean, it was just remarkable, and he, and he just didn't seem phased by the whole thing. But, man, that was an odd situation to just turn around and watch your ball disappear back into the water. And You know, wait a minute. What what just happened here? Have you, have you seen a lot of that kind of thing happen out on tour? You know what's weird is, is how you get in a situation when everything just like the nightmare happens. It's, yeah. It rains. How often do you get a cold, rainy day at the Phoenix Open? Like once every five or six years, maybe. Right. You get one day like that. And, of course, so that, that happens. And then all the weird stuff during the round happens. The entire group is, is shooting like a million. And you're talking about three of the best players in the world who are all playing really well. And now they're all shooting like 12 over as a collective, right? 
And then, and then of course, Ricky's chip on 11 was like one smidgel away from being a foot from the hole. And next thing you know, his ball is rolling back off a slope. I just love the way he just looked at it from the top of the green like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> what else can go wrong here? Right. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that didn't happen was a bird didn't poop on his head when he was walking up the 18th hole. <laughs> but, but he did. Uh, I got to tell you what I was really, what was really awesome were the swings he made into 15 and 17. Yeah. Because he, he has mental scars on those two shots. Um, and he certainly the one on 17 into the green. I mean, it, that was impressive. It, it was impressive that he won the tournament. Um, and I, I texted Joe, his caddy Joe, that night saying, uh, don't you love those big leads? It just makes it so easy on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you what's really weird. Is one, one time I was caddy. I've caddied for a few huge leads. And you would be surprised at how much stress you still have with a five- or six-shot lead with nine holes to go because there's no excuse from there on in, right? You've got to win the tournament. Yeah. And so that in itself can put pressure on you. But the mind is a terrible – golf is terrible. It's a ter- What a terrible, cruel sport we inflict upon ourselves. Hey, we're focusing on love yes. today, Caddy. Yeah, we're focusing on love. Okay, so on love. <clears throat> yeah, so Valentine's Cat- Day next week, less than a week away. Well, how, how's he? How's he playing? Is he playing at ATC? <laughs> Not Davis. Davis and Drew are both playing. Yes. Okay. So, so Caddy, so so he places so he places that ball down on eleven, and and it and he walks up to check his shot, and the ball ends up rolling in. That that's almost like. I, I think you've seen it before, and I, I've seen it before, but a player putting his ball, or marking his ball and throwing the ball to a caddy, and caddy fumbles it and it goes in the water. Yeah. That's that's a crazy situation. That if, is the, I can't even believe that. And if you, can, if, you, if you can't retrieve the ball, then then you've got, you've got a, a penalty for not being able to tr- retrieve the ball. That's correct, yeah. And one time... Was it Chaka one time, I think, hit it in the left water on four at the players, and one of his buddies went into the pond to retrieve the ball and got it. Or maybe it was Poulter. And it was hilarious. But, yeah, you're right. If you can't get the ball, it's like a lost ball. or Yep. I don't, I don't know what you call it, a penalty area. I'm still calling it the ocean instead of a penalty area, personally. <laughs> to me, it's the ocean. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Um yeah, that's that's a crazy one. Placing it on the slope, seeing it roll back in. I've certainly seen balls roll after you place them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen one roll into a hazard like that. I mean, that's a shocker. You never, you wouldn't really think about that happening. I, I would say, after seeing that, I wouldn't have placed the next one until I was just about ready to hit the shot. Yeah. So I would have wait. You know, I would have waited to place it because did it just happen? Um, <laughs> So you know, I was, anyway. I was. So I was, my question, I was freaked out when he went and walked back up to look at the shot yeah. again. I'm like, just hit yeah, it, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I yeah, got a question for you. Know, so, yeah. so say if if the caddy's standing there and he sees the ball rolling, or he sees the ball yeah. start to roll towards the water. Yeah. With the new rules, he could have stuck his foot out and stopped the ball from going into the water. No penalty. Replace it. 
Why? What's with the new rules? Well, kick, the new rule, the, you the can't... New kick save rule or what? The new rule, if it hits your caddy or your equipment or yourself, there's no penalty. So, yeah, and this hmm. is something Mickelson clearly must have thought out. Right? <laughs> what if it hits... I mean, if, if you're a player and it starts rolling, can you stick your foot out and stop it? The same way? Well, that's... Do what, with a I don't know. I don't know. That, that that's an interesting question. I was thinking that. I was going. Wait so a your second. Caddy, your caddy needs to be really fast. Well, I'm thinking that his caddy should have been there as soon as he went to walk up and look at it. The caddy should be back there, you know, in, in like a like a major league baseball catcher, just yeah. like squatted down I, there I just in the, case. I got the solution. All right. Just lay the bag down right behind the ball. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Then it yeah. won't go anywhere. And, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know that you could play the shot with your equipment on an extension of the line. You certainly can't with your caddy. No. But I, you probably can lay your equipment on an extension of the line with no problem. I mean, it happens all the time on the putting green. Your sure. back's laying over there on the fringe, right? Yep. And very often it's going to be on an extension of your line, you know, if you just get the right angle on your putt. So, yeah, that's what you do. And, and next time your ball's on a slope, just lay the back down right behind it. And then go do your stuff, and then you can't roll in the water. And how many times have in your caddying have has your player been on a slope by a water? He's he's making a drop out of the penalty area, but you're sitting down there between the the water hazard and where he's dropping the ball in case the ball rolls down two club outside the two club lengths or prior to outside the two club lengths to to catch that ball and and give it back to him so it doesn't go in the water. Oh, yeah, you do that all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I'm just surprised that he didn't stay there. I mean, when Ricky went walking back up, I'm like, <laughs> you're asking for it to do it again. Don't yeah. do it again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, but, you know, I can tell you, too, it's not – it's tough to think clearly in those situations, especially when the whole day has gone that way. Yeah. I mean, both of you are kind of in shock to some degree and, and wondering, is this – are we – is this a dream, or is this really happening? Um, that, that's kind of what that day was like. But All right, so let's I'm, finish I'm really... it. Let's finish it out, Caddy. So let's say that Joe does a diving save as the ball starts trickling into the hazard, and just as it crosses that line, he grabs it and stops the stops the ball from going in the water. So he's got it in his hand now. It had rolled to the hazard. He caught it, but the ball does he just replace it? No, no penalty. You put it back. You know, Bob. Bob, it sounds like you're a little more up on this hitting your equipment <laughs> rule than I am. Um, it sounds like if the ball moved at all, the caddy could just stick his foot out and stop it, no penalty, and then it would be either redropped or replaced, right? Well, according according yeah, according to the new rule, remember we talked about Jeff when the new rule came out. We talked about Jeff Baggert at Augusta where oh, he I hit got the. A problem. Got one problem. One problem. What's that? It's got to be unintentionally. You know how intentions really matter in the rules That's now, right? True. It's got to hit your caddy. Because otherwise, the caddy could just deflect the ball whenever he wants. Yeah. If it's, you know, stand by the hole and put your feet behind it. It's intent. It. Yeah. Now, Jordan Speed got one of those from the gallery yesterday. That was impressive. Guy full yeah, on so, ha- so, handballs it over onto the green instead of being out in the rough in the gallery. It's please button. Well, <laughs> if, we're talking, if we're talking about impressive at AT&T, I'm going with Tony Romo from the from the turf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no doubt. Turf. From the hospitality area, no doubt. Now, 
it's not a hard shot off that stuff. I mean, it's an easy shot to strike off that. But to judge the distance and hit that good a shot, wow. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Better than I mean, most. Got yeah, better than no doubt about it. Yeah, I wonder if he... <laughs> I wonder if he predicted it before he walked up there. That's what everybody wants to think. He's like Nostradamus now. See, Jim, right there. Right there. The pin placement's on the... Anyway. Hey, hey, Caddy, how about how quick the USGA came back with the the rule change and and, and, uh, revising the rule on the caddies on the line? Kudos to them. I think that was a a great thing to do, the right thing to do. Yeah, I'm all for it. It was impressive. Thank you. Yeah, good job. All right. Well, did you see? Did you see? Uh, did you see the video of Joe Stover and uh, Ricky's caddy earlier in the week? He was. I mean, Bob. How often does a caddy just stand behind the ball, staring in the book, looking at things, and all of a sudden the players up there like just checking out the setup, right? Yeah. And and so, so did you see Joe just fly out of the way when Ricky did that earlier? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was like all over the internet. We were dying laughing. Like Joe's like, oh no, boom! It <laughs> just gone like the flash, and uh, Ricky kind of looks back like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, I mean, technically that was a penalty under the old ruling, um, you know, because he had kind of started taking his stance. But it's, it's, I'm really glad they made that decision. You know, while we've been doing this segment, we have a new follower <laughs> called Golf Rules Guy, so maybe he's wanting Uh-oh. to set us straight. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Ask him if he was ask him if he was a hall monitor when he was in grade school. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, Caddy, as always, man, we appreciate it. Good stuff, and we didn't even get to talk Pebble stories, but that's all right. We'll do that maybe next week, and uh, we'll we'll chat with you then. Thanks, gentlemen. There you go. It's Caddy right. joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Love the Caddy. Still got to figure that out. Can the Caddy go jump and save it? I don't know. Maybe. And if he does, can they just... Re- you haven't lost the ball. You yeah. didn't cause it to move. Right. Hmm, I don't know. Interesting. We'll have to look it up. All right, stay tuned. More Real Golf joining us next. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. 
We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding a light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Real Golf joining us next here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, I've, sometimes my teases don't come out the way I think that I'm, that I want them to. It happens. Yeah. I'm getting old. That's all there is to it. <laughs> oh, well. So, Bob, did you figure that out? So if the I caddy, don't know. If the cat, can the caddy grab the ball? I don't know. you, you got to be thinking, and maybe in, P, in the PGA, spirit of the PGA merchandise show, Remember when they changed the rules to allow you to brush the green, uh-huh. you know, lose yeah. impediments away? Mm-hmm. And this company was trying to sell the newest, the first new technology in golf because of the rule, and it was like a little broom. Remember that? Uh-huh. It was like a little broom that you take with you so you could sweep away the green or whatever. Right. Yeah. I wonder if this would fall into that, and it didn't go anywhere. And this would fall into that same idea where you put like a little barrier behind the ball. Mm-hmm. If you're marking it on a slope with a hazard behind it. You just lay something down there. The towel would have worked. You could have just laid a towel down there. You don't even have to you don't get anything crazy. You don't have to put the you whole bag. Just, you could just inadvertently drop your towel. Oh, just go lay it right there behind it. I know. But if it if it's a matter of intent, you but, could inadvertently go, oh, I dropped my towel. So here's my – here. this honestly my question. I think if you just laid your towel right behind the ball mm-hmm. and the ball rolled two inches and stopped on your towel – well, I don't know what I don't know what the rule is. Honestly, I think that seems wrong to me. But if you put the towel just inside the penalty line, right, the penalty area, and the ball rolled and it crossed that line and stopped on your towel but didn't go in the water, it's in the penalty area now. Do you replace it because the the new the way they changed the rules, like on the green, for instance? Can I see? I see. Maybe you have some, but the, on the green, if if you putt the ball, or if you mark your ball, 
and then you put the ball back down and the ball rolls. You're, you're entitled, I remember Thomas saying this, you're entitled to that spot that you have gained on that green. So you just replace it. But what about in that situation? What do you got? Yeah, okay, so uh, 11 dot, 11.1. Okay. Your ball, your ball in motion actually accidentally hits person or outside influence. And so no penalty to any player if your ball in motion accidentally hits any person or outside influence, including you, any other player, or any of your caddies or equipment, there is no penalty to any player. Inadvertent. Wasn't that the word? Yes. Accidentally, yes. not inadvertent. Okay, so accidentally. A- accidentally. Laying your towel yep. down is not going to be an accidental contact. Am I right? What's that? Laying your towel down does not constitute accidental contact. Or accidental, correct. That's what I'm saying. So yep. it's a mystery. That's all I'm saying. It's a, a bit mystery. of a mystery. It's yeah. a bit of a mystery. We'll have to figure it out. Yep. Somebody that knows us, tweet us at Real Golf. Maybe our new follower. Uh, I'm not making fun of him. Caddy no. did. I don't know why the caddy jumped on yeah. him like that. The whole hall monitor contact. I appreciate Golf Rules Guy. At Golf Rules Guy. Thanks for you know joining us and following us on Twitter. Hit me up. Let me know. What are we what are we missing there? Oh, we'll see. Derek Fox, kind enough to join us from Impact Golf. He's basically uh, our own personal club fitter that we like to work with. Derek, good morning, man. How are good you? Good morning. Do you know you do you know the rule on that? So we're talking about you know when Ricky's ball rolled in the water. Yeah. Could could you have done could he have put something there to and, and if he did put something there and the ball stopped, so he hadn't actually lost the ball in the water, because as I understand it, the there wasn't a penalty for the ball rolling. The penalty was for him to retrieve the ball. Essentially, it was to a get lost it out ball. Of the hazard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'd be curious if it rolled and stopped in the hazard, even if he could still hit it. If it, I I kind of think there'd be a penalty mm. there. I think if you could get the if Ricky could have got the ball, even if it was inside the penalty, he just replace it because I think because he did not cause the ball to move, he can just put it back. But technically, if you don't cause the ball to move, like in a situation like that. I'm not sure you would have replaced that ball, though, because the outside conditions, that was deemed at rest, and then it moved. So if it was deemed at rest on a putting green before you got up to mark it and then it moved, you wouldn't be able to go. You do replace it. Yeah, as the new rules, you would go back and replace it. After you marked it, yes, but not before. Yes, after you marked it. it. So in that situation, it's not like he marked his ball on a putting green and then it moved. But he did mark it because of the – because he yeah. took it out of the hazard, he marked it, and then he ended up placing it. I mean, this is—it's yeah. interesting. Like, it's complicated, right? And this is where I think the it's USGA tried to get some stuff right, and in my opinion, a lot of times get stuffs wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just—I think the rules of golf should be way simple. Like, here's how you drop. I mean, this whole knee high thing is driving me crazy. I mean, you got one guy knee, kneeling down and like. Yeah. It's like, okay, this used to be really easy. Just yeah. straight out from your forearm and go. I mean, to me, I'm still a fan of the, when they were just going to place the ball. You're already taking a penalty stroke. Place the ball. Like, who cares? Would I care? Two to three getting, inches? Well, no, just first they were going to place it, and then they went to the two to three oh, inches. Yeah, they, they, were, they were literally just yeah. going to place the ball. Yeah. Let the guy. Then you don't have what happened happen with the drop and right. re-dropping. I mean, you want to speed the game up, place the ball. Yeah. So, I don't know. I the anchor ban I was never a fan of 
you know, the driver regular. We've talked about this before, but yeah. you know, I'm actually considering bringing in a non-conforming driver for testing for guys that just play. They don't play tournaments, and they're 70 years old, and they're tired yeah. of hitting their driver 230. You're a renegade. Right. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> okay, 11-2 says if you deliberately deflect or stopped by a person, whether you you positioned anything there, yeah. there's normally a penalty associated with it. Yeah, so, I would have thought there'd be a penalty there. Yeah. That'd be something there. All right, anyway. I don't know. I, I kind of agree in that situation. They've, they've tried to make the rules more fair. So in that case, the ball was obviously at rest for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It's like, let him fish it out of the stupid water and put it back. He already took his drop from the water. He didn't hit it back into the water. They didn't, they, and he didn't have to take a stroke for it going back in the water, just yeah. a stroke to get it out from yeah. the water at that so point. So to me, it's like, okay, obviously when he placed it, it wasn't deemed at rest if it moves I mean, obviously it had to be oscillating a tiny bit. Not that the naked eye could see, but yeah. it's not going to roll back in the water if it was actually at rest unless he forced it to move. So I, Gravity. That, that Gravity does funny things. That and the caddy alignment things drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, they fixed that. So yeah. They fixed that. All right, Derek, we got only a few minutes left here. So uh, we talked about – and by the way, we're trying to have love because it's, you know, it's Valentine's Day next week, so we're trying to infuse some love in here. One of the things that we love about golf – is new equipment. New yep. equipment gets you excited. It makes you want to go play. You're excited to check it out. And even a step further is getting custom fit for that new equipment, right? It makes all the difference. And we've talked about this in the past. But just kind of going off of what we did yesterday um, and, and this whole the, the whole idea of custom fitting, you know, you've got, you've got new technology that comes out. And I guess maybe we should just kind of lay it out there. But it's, it's not – when it comes out, it's not – custom fit for it it's no. they mass produce it as best they can for the the, the specs that they can for to fit the best range of players yep. yes but if you really want to hone it in that's 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 where you're going to maximize what they're doing with their technology yeah i mean i agree with that you know you got to come in and i mean we've done this several times now but you try different shafts i mean we tried several different shafts yesterday you know um you can try different heads some people hit different heads better than others i as, as a fitter for the last five years, I do think there's a little bit of a psychological aspect to your equipment, too, because you'll have a guy that I wouldn't think would hit the TaylorMade better than the Callaway, and he does. And then you'll have another guy that hits the Titleist better than the Callaway. And then you'll have another guy that just ropes the Callaway. Like, they're all making pretty good stuff. And because the rules on the driver, especially, are regulated, they're all pushing those extremes. Like, mm-hmm. You know, the AI intelligence I heard on the commercial driving in with Callaway. They're trying to push that to the extremes and spread it across the face. The the ports on the TaylorMade driver, you know, they're manufacturing every driver past the legal limit now and then using those ports to bring it back to the legal limit. Interesting. So what they're trying to do with that is make sure you're not buying a deadhead. Because what used to happen is they would get it past the USGA. They'd test the heads. Where do you think all the hot ones went? Tour. On the tour. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't go on my bag. And then everything beyond what they needed for the tour then went to the shelf. So some guys actually bought a TaylorMade driver or a Callaway driver that actually wasn't at the legal limit just because of manufacturing tolerances. And it's close. It's not like it was that far behind. But, you know, it, it you definitely want to, you know. And then the second piece of that is getting it built right, mm-hmm. too. We've talked about that, too. I mean, just because you find a shaft and then you... 
you know, if you order it from the, the big box manufacturers, a lot of times your shaft just goes through the same build process as any other shaft they put in a stock thing. So even if you order an upgraded shaft through there, you know, they might not tip it enough. It might come in a little soft to start, and then they butt cut it. Now it's really soft, you know. So, so you you got to make sure you're kind of dialing all that piece in to know. I mean, it's just like you. You're swinging 104 miles per hour yesterday, and we're putting you in X-flexes. So, you know, if you were to go get a stock stiff, you're probably not going to have a shaft that's stiff enough. It's going to spin way too much. You're going to have a hard time controlling it. So That's a good point. That's why you get custom fit. Derek's one of the best. Uh, we're short on time. Got to take a quick break. Stay with us, Derek. Uh, yep. More Real Golf Radio is coming up next. Derek Fox, Impact Golf. Uh, more Real Golf next. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Valentine's Day is brutal on us guys. The pressure to buy the perfect gift is intense, right? Flowers are always the right call, but here's where it gets dicey. If you show up with produce department flowers that smell like green onions, you're toast. Same with sending stale flowers plus an upsell balloon from some flower giant website. The books is the ticket. That's short for bouquets, and these flowers are booking awesome. Look, there's a huge difference between flowers from the books and the others. And trust me, she knows it. Books delivers spectacular flowers cut fresh from the finest farms in the world. They even have farms on the side of a volcano that produce the most amazing flowers ever. Books are picked fresh and shipped direct so they stay fresher longer. And Books cuts out the middleman, so you save big time. Be a hero this Valentine's Day with flowers from the Books. Go to Books.com That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com and enter the code GOLF for 20% off. Yeah, 20% off when you enter GOLF at B-O-U-Q-S dot That's books.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate uh, Ryan Ballingy and uh, hour number one, the caddy. Derek Fox, Impact Golf, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. And then uh, those of you still sticking around on our flagship station, 1280 The Zone, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, we will continue for our hour number three, and Derek will stay with us, and uh, we'll continue our fitting conversation as well. So look forward to that coming up. But it is going to be a fun weekend. Again, uh, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Speed tied for the lead. Round two suspended, so, you know, Jordan's got uh, a couple holes to play on Spyglass. He does. Eight and nine, huh? Eight and nine to play on Spyglass. Uh, Jason Day also has uh, three holes to play. Um, he's currently at nine under par, but five guys tied at ten under par right now. Phil, Lucas Glover, um, Scott Langley, Paul Casey, and Jordan Speed. Jordan Speed, 12, un- 12 birdies and two bogeys in his first two rounds. Uh, that's getting it done. Yep. Uh, we talked about some of the amateurs playing uh, this week. It, fun time, fun celebration of the game. You know, and that's why we Celebrities. said focus a yep. little on the love of the game this week because that's what people. That's why they're out there playing, man. These guys yep. could do whatever they want, and they are geeked out about playing in a PGA Tour event. And that's what makes golf unique. Uh, USGA was quick to amend the caddy rule language. Uh, I give them big kudos for that. I was super impressed that they actually mm-hmm. moved that quickly. That is unprecedented in a lot of ways. Sergio Garcia and the temper tantrum. I thought uh, I thought Ryan said it best. Bad form. I thought we maybe this guy we had this guy pegged for changing and maybe yeah. we were all wrong on that. Yeah. But um, anyway, a Valentine's Day week, just public service announcement. Make sure you take care of your uh, significant other so that you can continue to play golf when you want. Um, in all seriousness, we uh, four years ago this week we lost the great Billy Casper. Yeah, your dad. yeah. Thought you posted a nice tribute on yeah. your Facebook page and. Just uh, another tip of the cap and hats off to one of the best men that I've ever known. Um, Great guy, Billy Casper. That'll do it for us. For Dave and Bob, I'm Brian. We'll see you next week, huh? Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.